games to go before this tournament ends. And the good news is, after the weather breaks today, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, uh, forecast is very good. But we've not been told anything in terms of when this game might start. Remember, this was supposed to be a 10.30 a.m. Eastern time start. So we're already an hour and a half behind. And Tennessee, Vanderbilt, LSU, Kentucky, and then uh, Arkansas. And here's the other thing. The loser of the first game today then has to play the last game of the day unless they change that for some reason. So they're going to try to get in four games today, and if this schedule holds up, there's going to be one team, only one team, that's going to have to play two games. And the loser of the Florida A&M game will have to play Arkansas, and that's going to have to be at least – as it's constructed now, in the same day. I I, I don't pretend to know what they're going to do here, um, but I can tell you it's a mess. I mean, it, it, it's, it's frustrating for everybody. Everybody just sitting around, you know, not doing anything, not being able to play baseball. You get no rhythm at all. Uh, it's it's tough. Jason's going to take your calls, though, uh, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Dolphin Mike is going to join us first, I think. Dolphin Mike, hello. Yes, how are you doing? I wanted to say congratulations on Mace Hubert's retirement. I hope he retired on his own terms. He did. He did, Dolphin Mike. Yeah, I hope there's no health issues and there'll never be another one like him. No, um, certainly, Mick, one of a kind. Um, you know, there's a reason you stay and do something for 33 years. You're you're obviously doing something right. Um, so, you know, he got to go out on, on his terms. And what I like, you know, it, it's funny. It, when you watch athletes perform – you want to see those great athletes perform as long as you can. But you also want to see those athletes not embarrass themselves at the end of their careers because you don't want to remember them like that. Well, I think it's the same thing for a broadcaster. Okay, You, 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 you want to be remembered for, you know, when, when you go, that you're still able to continue if you wanted to. And I think that's, Mike, how, you know, where, where Mick fits in. Yeah, um, are you going to have Mick on before any you time this summer? You missed it. I already had him on. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm on for a whole hour last week. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. is, our, is our game going to be on SEC Network? Yes. Whenever, whenever okay. they 
whenever they decide it's going to be. But, yes, that's the plan. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, Mike, thank you. Appreciate your call. 392-8255. And uh, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. We're going to have a guest coming up uh, at 1230 who is actually speaking today at the University of Florida. Uh, He is uh, an NIL expert. Luke Fedlum is his name. He's a non-agent sports attorney, and uh, he's speaking on campus today. He's going to talk to you about the NIL, about the myths and all of that, Um, and he'll be with us um, as, I think, at the bottom of the hour. Got some emails we will get to. Uh, NBA playoffs, got a chance to watch some of that last night. Boy, the Heat just aren't scoring. I think not having Tyler Hero in the lineup hurts them, and uh, it's looking more and more like a Celtics-Warriors final. How would you feel about that? I think that's that's pretty good television. Gary emails. Over the years, joke, the SEC should rename its conference championship in Atlanta the national championship. Send all the other teams home and their fans thumping their chest chanting, we're number one. Let the rest of the country return to the old bowl system, having the bowl game as a reward for the fans and the team. After hearing the discussion on your show about a possible postseason SEC football playoff of its own, it sounds like my idea may be a possibility. I did like your question, what then? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, if that happens and the SEC has its own, then who do they play? But I'm sure somebody would want that payday. Let's get Jeff to the program here. Again, we're only on until 1 o'clock today. But we wanted to do at least a show today, given all the nonsense going on here. Jeff, hello. But your show didn't get rained out, huh? No, luckily um, the, the hotel room here uh, or the press box, to be it where it may, can, can stay dry. That That's uh, a good thing. You're on the second floor, I take it, huh? Um, we were yesterday. Uh, today we would have been on the first floor. Uh-oh. Yeah, moving down. Hey, I got a um, just just a quick question. I'm I'm wondering, can can we move the baseball tournament to a facility that can play more than one game at a time? I mean, is that against the rules? I mean, I mean, if you get a break in the weather, let's let's get a couple of games going instead of just one. You know, that that's been something that I think has been, you know, tossed around, but there's there's a lot of difficulty with that. I understand, I understand, but the, you know, from the beginning, it would be great. I mean, as it gets toward the end of the tournament, you could probably just go to one. But well, what about like a a dome stadium? Can we go to Tampa and play down? Let them take a week off and go to the West Coast or something. And we get the, the you know the SEC could play the game there in the in the you know Tropicana. I mean, it's, Jeff, you could go to China and play if you want. That that yeah. that's not the issue. The issue is. You know, are 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 the venues open? Uh, what what kind of arrangement uh, can the SEC make? Uh, certainly, if you play in a dome, <clears throat> you don't have you know weather issues. But you can also go to what the SEC softball tournament does: go to single elimination. And yeah. I, I made this point. I think it was yesterday, right? Florida just hosted that, right? Right. And there were rain delays. Yeah. But guess what? They got the games in. 
Yeah. Because there but, weren't 7,000 games to be played. Yeah, this tournament is a, a single elimination, isn't it, though? No, it's not. The, no. the SEC it, not? No, it, it, there, at the beginning, uh, if, if you're where Florida was, if you lost the first day, you're out. But then it, when Florida won that game, it becomes double elimination for them. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I'd say just go to a single elimination then, you know. Well, that, again, that, that's my suggestion because yeah. I, I just I think I just told you how many yeah. games are left here. Yeah. And the good news is the weather after today is good, so maybe they can start earlier and get, you know, these games in. But somebody is going to have to play twice today, the first game and the last game. And yeah. that's that's pretty tough. Is that going to be – Possibly Florida, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And, it's either going to be Florida or Texas A and M. Right. I said possibly. Well, if if we win, we we get what Alabama. I haven't even looked that far ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's a rain delay away. Huh? Oh, all right, Steve. I've just had some thoughts. I thought I'd throw them out there. Okay. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, yep. Gator man, what's happening? Been a while. How how uh, you doing, Gator Man? I'm doing pretty good. Before the NBA I'm going, you pretty surprised by how well the Gators are playing. The ex Gators, I mean. Uh, surprised in what respect? Uh, how often did Finney Smith? You surprised how well they've been playing? I didn't know. Well, I mean, Finney Smith's been a little bit up and down, but I mean, yeah, he's played okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, better than okay. He's played well. Uh, but no, I mean, Horford. Brings a lot of effort there, and he always has. And you know, I think sometimes he gets overlooked there because of you know the Tatum's and the other guys on that team. But you know, he's been very solid for them. So no, I'm not surprised. Oh no doubt. Well, I guess Steve, I got to my top ten there. I heard the Gator fan before the season is about they need to get rid of Walton and Sullivan. But I got the top ten things I will tell the Gator fans who wanted Walton and Sullivan fired. Number ten, well they got three national titles. Number nine, who you gonna get to replace them? Number eight, let the season play out. Number seven, they earn the right to have a not-so-good season. I mean, number six, throw all kinds of wealth. Number five, I mean, you've got 14 super reasons for, super, for softball. Number four, the other teams are on scholarship, too. Number three, young players sometimes start fast. Sometimes they start slow. Number two, SEC titles. Between the two, I mean, there's not another SEC team that comes close. And number one, you got to stay positive. The Gators are like the Pickles. They are coming. And I think both of them will do really well by the time the end of the season is over. Steve, you have a good day. Gator man, thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, again, we have not gotten any word yet as to whether or not uh, – well, I, th- I think they're going to play today at some point. But I'm going to just tell you again, the original schedule had Florida playing at 1030 Eastern time, and then there are three – other games that are scheduled, including the last game of the day, and Lord knows when that could be, because Ole Miss and Vanderbilt played at 11 o'clock Eastern time. So, and again, I'm not trying to bash the SEC here in any way, shape, or form, but, you know, who's going to stay up at 11, 12 o'clock at night to watch a game? I mean, they're, they're just, they bring it, they're carrying it to say, they're carrying it, and and that's the trouble when you get behind like this weather-wise. 12-15, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN. 
98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. some lunch and talk some sports jason is producing today we will do a one hour broadcast today uh we should have been playing baseball now but the weather gods uh, have not cooperated understand this tournament began uh, on tuesday and here it is thursday and we have only played five games that's all. And if my count is right, there are still 12 games. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The SEC baseball tournament continues to be on hold for weather delays. The Gators have the first game of the day against Texas A&M. However, the game is yet to get underway and there is no projected start time. The Gator women's track and field team competes in the NCAA East prelims today. The Gators have many athletes who can qualify for the NCAA Outdoor Championship today. Gator men's tennis still has Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton competing in the NCAA Individual Championships. Both are in the quarterfinals for the singles and doubles division. They play again today. The Tampa Bay Rays look ahead to their series against the AL-leading Yankees. The Rays are four and a half games behind in the standings. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, I've been telling you for a long time now about the people at Southeast Car Agency. First of all, they have been in business for a long time. That says a lot about any business. 40-plus years. And the Cousins family have owned and operated that business the entire time. And in all those years, they've been consistent, doing one thing and one thing only, giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. What kind of vehicles? Well, go online, secars.com, and you'll see for yourself the vehicles they have in stock. All the pertinent information is there, and they keep up an inventory and make sure that you see the vehicles on their lot updated all the time. You want to go test drive the vehicles, see them in person, talk to their salespeople, that's easy. Go see them in person over at Northeast 39th Avenue. You can eyeball the cars for yourself. And the great thing about their salespeople, they don't hard sell you. They work with you and help you select the car or the vehicle you're looking for. And, again, cars, trucks, SUVs, foreign domestics, all different makes and models are there at Southeast Car Agency. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Melden Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. I'm Marshall. 
I'm a volunteer with the Florida Long-Term Care Ombudsman Program. Now more than ever during the pandemic, Florida long-term care residents deserve the best care and quality of life. I invite you to join me and hundreds of others in advocating on behalf of people who can't speak for themselves. Visit ombudsman.myflorida.com to join us today. One thing people really love about International Diamond Center, their diamond experts are not paid on commission. No commission structure means no pressure, brutal honesty, no fluff. That's IDC veteran diamond expert Robbie Blue, who says this approach removes the stress and puts you in control. If I've got three items here and it doesn't benefit me to sell you any one of those, I want you to pick what you like. There's zero incentive to upsell you or steer you in a more expensive direction. If I show you three diamonds that are the shape that you're after and the size. And if one is 11,000, one is 8,000, and one is 6,000, do you see a difference? No commission means I can tell you that take that 2,000 or 3,000 and put it somewhere in your life that will make a difference. If you can't tell the differences, then don't spend it. No commission sales means more honesty, more transparency, and overall just a more pleasant experience. It makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable, I think, for me and very much believe for the client. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Autry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. Now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Right, we welcome you back to Sports Scene for one hour today. We're going to talk to Big Gator. Big Gator, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, just a quick question, a couple of quick questions. Uh, could they have played the game last night? No. It rained that I mean, bad. It rained, so Yeah, you, could, no. you couldn't tell by on the TV. You know, from the background of you know the SEC now, you couldn't really tell, so. Yeah, what, what they did, you know, we were actually at the stadium, and we were setting up yeah. for the for the broadcast. And at about the ninth inning of the, or maybe the eighth inning of the game that was going on, we kept getting word that, you know, they might tarp the field. Well, when you tarp the field, you know that that's a long. You're oh, not yeah. doing that just for, 
And then no, we heard an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then we heard, well, they're going to cancel it. And we didn't get that official word. And then finally it came down. And then, you know, g- going back here last night, we're not staying really far. We're probably, I don't know, a couple of miles from the Hoover Met. And it rained. So, uh, you know, I, they, they couldn't have played it. All right. Uh, the other quick question. Since uh, Sprout pitched Tuesday, would he be available later in the weekend? Say that again. I'm sorry. Sprout pitched on Tuesday. Would he be available later in the weekend? No. 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 And, 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 really? and I, because and, remember, he pitched on short rest this time. So I, I don't think, I don't think you would even chance using him. Not even if it went Sunday? No. No, I wouldn't. Because, again, okay. you, you, if, if he goes Sunday, well, now you've got to go Friday. Is that enough rest? Yeah. But at that point, you know, you've got to rely on some other arms because you have to look further down the road. Winning the SEC tournament is nice, but there's yeah, no I, difference, I, I, in my opinion, between getting to the final and winning the game. The committee's not going to go, oh, wow, they won the tournament. They're going to – no, they're, they're not. Yeah. So well, you're not going to ruin anything – to, because you want to get to the regional in good health. Yeah, just a question. Yep. Okay. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you, sir. Three nine two eight two five five. This is official um, from the Florida camp. Um, there is still no word on a game time for today. That is from Florida. So that's that's the best I can tell you, um, and. I wish I had better news. I don't. Uh, I can tell you, look out the window now, it is still overcast. Daryl, uh, try to get my email up here. Uh, he says, do you have a dark horse to win the SEC tournament? I'm going to go with Bama. Yeah, if I had to go, well, I, or Kentucky. I, I, I think Kentucky and Alabama are both playing pretty good baseball right now. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think if I had to go dark horse and use that word, uh, I would go with them, Daryl. I, I, I think both those teams are hopeful that they can go make a deep run here <clears throat> and maybe sneak into uh, a regional. Um, so, all right, let's get calls again only until 1-392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Um, Nick Belmonte tells me the Sun Belt tournament up the road here in Montgomery uh, has switched to a single elimination tournament because of the rain. So they've done it. Again, no announcement yet from the SEC. Uh, and their official word now is still currently in a weather delay. No, no, uh, no, no look at say, well, we're going to try to play here, try to play there. That's not been the case so far. Um, Steven says, buy or sell, Oklahoma wins the national softball title. I, Well, Steven, you emailed me before and said something like Oklahoma and Florida State or the field, and, you know, I think we both took Oklahoma or Florida State. That didn't come to fruition, um, so I'm going to sell that. Do I think Oklahoma is the favorite to win it? Yes. But the favorite doesn't always win. So after being burned once, uh, I'm going to go with uh, taking the field there. So I would sell 
that the way it was worded. Well, obviously, there's a lot of discussion about NIL and and what the future of NIL is. We're going to talk to a gentleman coming up who's actually speaking at the University of Florida today, uh, and he will tell you about uh, NIL and myths and what's true and what isn't. That's coming up next. 1226 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things, hike and bike and swim and run, but you can't do that if you have joint pain because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. And get your life back. Patriots, stand up and rock the red. Rock the Red is an all-day liberty-loving rally in Ocala featuring Eric Trump and premiering the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experience now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. There's never been a better time to get free gas. Get to Gainesville Harley-Davidson. Get free gas for a year with new bike purchase. The 2022 models are rolling in. Check out the all-new Street Glide ST, Road Glide ST, Sportster S, or for the most adventurous, Pan America 1250 Special. Get to Gainesville Harley today for a test ride plus free gas for a year with new bike purchase. Restrictions apply, no cash value. See dealer for details. GainesvilleHarley.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Clouds and sun again for your Thursday afternoon with temperatures getting hot. We'll get to the low 90s across interior North Florida with scattered evening thunderstorms popping up, especially along I-75 and east closer to the St. Johns River. Those storms hanging on through a few hours after sunset and overnight, mostly cloudy skies, lows near 70. New UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Morawski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The problem is, the three is inconsistent. Throughout the conference finals, we've seen these highs and lows, and I still maintain getting a layup, getting some free throws, mid-range jumper, just something to break the streak. But these teams continue to fire the threes. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Final half hour of the program today uh, as we await the hopeful start of the SEC baseball tournament. As soon as we get any information about the start time for Florida's game, we will pass it along. In the meantime, uh, look, in, in the sports world, the only constant is change. And Luke Fedlin is joining us, NIL expert, non-agent sports attorney, president of the Anomaly Sports Group, and partner and chair of the sports law practice at Porter Wright Law. And he now joins us. Luke, you were going to speak on campus today. What was your topic? Hey, thanks so much for having me, Steve. The, the topic sure. is really around money and helping athletes understand money because, as you said, you're absolutely right. The only constant is change. And in this world of college sports, there has been a lot of change. And a big part of that revolves around money. And so the focus really is on how do we help make sure that student-athletes can be educated in understanding the, the financial business side of name, image, and likeness and all that comes with it. You know, I, I'm going to ask this question, and it, the answer will probably change if I had you on next week. But there's so many things, rumors going on out there, Luke, about, gee, if you want a, you know, a, a starting quarterback or a guy who projects to be a first-rounder, it's going to cost you X dollars. Is that, is that happening? I think fans want to know, is that sort of thing with NIL happening now? Well, I think it's important to understand a few things around just just the college sports history. So we've known that there have been institutions and teams and coaches and others that have broken rules prior to name, image, and likeness around uh, recruiting and ensuring that they get talent, top talent, to their programs. When we talk about name, image, and likeness, name, image, and likeness is a significant change in college sports. At the same time, it is not because it's a period of such significant change. Everyone's trying to figure out what does that look like? How do we best maximize the opportunities for recruiting and for retaining players within our program? And how can NIL help or hurt that? So specific to your question, recently the NCAA came out with their uh, new guidelines as it relates to name, image, and likeness. And in particular, they focused on 
NIL collectives, right? These groups that are being formed around different institutions by donors and alumni and fans and boosters to help recruit and retain student athletes at that particular institution with name, image, and likeness opportunities. And what they did, the NCAA broadened their definition of boosters to include these collectives to prevent them from focusing on the recruiting of prospective student-athletes, those high school student-athletes, uh, to try to recruit them to their institution. So um, has, that, has that happened, that, that, that name, image, and likeness collectives have used NIL to try to recruit talent? Absolutely. Um, will that continue to happen even you know, following or after this guidelines or these gu- this guidance from the NCAA? Probably yes, uh, but at least now it's, it's kind of codified in the regulations that that would be a violation for an NIL collective. So with that, are collectives here to stay? Are they still going to serve a purpose beyond what many thought you know, they'd be able to do in terms of helping you know, recruit an athlete to a school? I think collectives are here to stay for a while. The, the question it really is going to become, this is all new. When we think about name, image, and likeness, it's really been around for just short of 11 months. So we're talking about 10 and a half months that it's been around. Ten, ten and a half months ago, nobody ever said the phrase NIL collective. It, it didn't, right. They didn't exist at that point. So I think everyone is trying to figure it out. I think there are a couple things that would potentially – you know, bode well for collectives to, for being around, but also a couple of things that could potentially shut them down too. One, I think, is the, on the positive side is the fact that there are a lot of student athletes who have the opportunities to engage in name, image, and likeness, but don't know how to start and don't know where to go and how to get deals. And a collective could be a great way for fans and donors and and others who are friendly with the institution to put together NIL deals for student-athletes. And I think we're going to continue to see that as we go forward. I think some of the challenges, though, especially when we talk about these big deals and the big dollar deals that we'll read about and hear about from a select few uh, uh, elite student-athletes across the country, the challenge there becomes, what's the return on investment? I mean, ultimately, when you think about big-dollar deals, six-figure, seven-figure deals to student-athletes, especially for young and new college student-athletes that haven't proven themselves yet, the question then becomes how, how frequently can you continue to just raise money, especially you know, dealing with some of the economic you know, situations that we're dealing with you know, these days, are, are, are donors and boosters going to continue to invest into individual student-athletes in that way, and I think that's something that could potentially come down the road to challenge the existence of an NIL collective. Luke, let me uh, also ask a question about the subject that you're speaking on. I want you to go into depth a little bit there. Uh, Is there an education process for the athlete to understand what they can do within NIL? That's one of the things that's really a challenge when you think about kind of how do you navigate name, image, and likeness, Steve. One of the challenges that student-athletes face is how, how do I navigate this? Because let's keep in mind, because it's so new, you have institutions that have their director of compliance or their uh, you know, assistant athletic director for student-athlete development or, or what have you, whatever position it is that's kind of taking on this, this, this role of, of leading name, image, and likeness, it's brand new to them too. So they're just really drinking from a fire hose over this last year of trying to figure out what does this look like. 
And when we think about it, uh, one perfect example of seeing that in action is the fact that all of the schools in the NCAA came out with their policy on or around July 1st of last year. And so many of them have since changed their policies, and some of them multiple times just over the last 10 and a half months, because everything is evolving so quickly. Student athletes, however, and this is where I start to get on my soapbox, student athletes can't be left behind. If we, if we talk about college as being this place of higher learning and education, then we also have to make sure that we're providing this real-world, practical education to student-athletes who now all of a sudden have these business opportunities but have to recognize that with that comes business responsibilities as well. Luke Fellamore, guest, NIL expert, non-Asian sports attorney and president of the Anomaly Sports Group, partner and chair of the sports laws practice at Porter Wright Law Firm. I want to end with this. Uh, look, when this thing first started, we, we looked at people going to Congress, people going to the NCAA. Well, it looks like Congress doesn't want to get involved in this. The NCAA, who knows what that's going to look like here, Luke, in the yeah. next, you know, however long. So use your crystal ball for me. What do you think is the end game here? What what will happen with all of this NIL, the athletes, et cetera? How do you foresee this ending? Oh, this crystal ball. I tell you, it's, it's cloudy these days. Um, and it's cloudy <laughs> it <is. laughs> because so much is changing and so quickly. But you're, you're, you're spot on. The NCAA is not able to in any way kind of restrain name, image, and likeness uh, and, and compensation for student-athletes really based on the, their loss at the Supreme Court level last year. So it really does lend itself then for Congress to be the one entity or organization that can step in and make these make potential change. I, I think if I, if I were to look out into the future, I think the NCAA is going to look completely different. I think the chorus begins to get a little bit louder around FBS football pulling out from the NCAA and falling under the college football playoff. I do think at some point we start to see an expanded playoff um, at the end of the year, which will lead to more revenue, which will completely fund these, these FBS programs. And I think when, when that then happens, now you have, for the most part, basketball and then your Olympic sports you know, under the NCAA. And under football anyway, then this college football playoff can come up with their own rules around recruiting and around what it looks like to earn compensation. And, and, and that's going to be something that I think we'll see. I think we're going to see a significant change to the core structure and foundation of college sports as we know it, the NCAA. I think that it, is, it has lost a lot of its uh, authority especially when it comes to antitrust issues, and we saw that in the Supreme Court case, NCAA versus Austin last year. So I think we're in a place where the NCAA changes, and with that, I think kind of where sports fall, that's going to change as well. Yeah, this is, I mean, if you're, if you're looking at um, this whole subject, I guess it's good and bad. It, it's, it's going to change, and more change is going to come, and hopefully the dust will settle. Everybody will know what is going to go on. But in the meantime, We'll all roll with it. Luke, thank you for doing this. Hope you enjoyed your time on campus today, and uh, appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Hey, Steve, thanks so much for having me, man. Okay, Luke, thank you. Luke Fedlum, NIL expert, non-agent sports attorney, president of the Anomaly Sports Group. Uh, He's right, and uh, I'm glad, you know, when he talked about his presentation, his presentation was how do the athletes make money here? And I know for some you know, old school college athletes making money 
outside of the traditional, you know, scholarship or Pell Grant. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like that, but that's just, you know, that that's how it is now. Still no word on uh, Florida's start time. But, uh, all right, Tony, if you're still there, I'll get to you real quick here before we go to a break. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going, buddy? Um, okay. Real quick, uh, Steve, it's every year, because I just tuned in now, I had no idea that you show today, really. It seems like every year we're in the same boat. Do the SP officials, have they never discussed any plans of a certain point, just single elimination, or maybe going to seven in all games, or maybe having an off, off-site off where they could play games at the same time? I mean, have they ever discussed anything? Because it seems like every year, ride it until the wheels fall. And it's going to probably coach, like, if they lose this game one, technically they're – Game could be starting at twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning. It's going to take a coach. Yeah, you know what? We yep. just force for Damn. them to like to do something. Okay, your phone is going in and out, Tony. So I got to stop you here because it's getting hard to understand you. But I, I did, I did hear the question. Um, there's a guy named Ben Beatty who is a really good dude. He is the SEC's baseball guy, and as soon as we go to the field today, I'm going to seek him out and ask him that very question. Because I, I do think it's a two-edged sword, Tony. To your point, would you, wouldn't you think there would be some kind of contingency when you see this? But I will also say I can't remember a year when we've had this much rain and, and this much to where it's disrupted things to the level it is. So I don't know if you can really have a contingency plan. And even if you did, you know, playing games off-site, the most important thing is to play the games, right? But then where do you play them? Is there an advantage? If you went to a high school field, for example, right, well, what's the, what's the home run distance? So, you know, that could be an advantage for one team, a disadvantage. You know, the, the other team is playing at Hoover. The other team is maybe playing at Alabama-Birmingham. So I think I get it. But as that, I am going to ask Ben that question because this, this, I cannot remember a year when it's been like this. Yeah, it's real bad, and it's going to be, and it's going to set up probably two or three teams. It's going to set them up awfully for the regionals coming up on Thursday, Friday. They're going to, no matter what, their bullpen is going to be taxed. They're going to be tired. I mean, it's just not, it's just not conducive to SEC advantage there. You know what I'm saying? Well, All maybe right. not though, Tony. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Here's why I say maybe not. Mm-hmm. I've never coached at the college level, but I have common sense, okay? The only team, the only teams that I would even consider doing what you're talking about are teams that are on the NCAA bubble, like an like a, an Alabama or a Kentucky, because making a deep run in this tournament might get you in to the regional, and if that that's that's your goal. But if you're Tennessee – if you're a team like that, why in the especially now, why in the world would you even want to throw anybody and ruin, you know, what you're going to do for a regional? So I, I hear what you're saying. Exactly. So those those top teams are not going to throw nowhere near their best pitchers. I might even just throw off position players there to the pitching mound, and that's not a competitive uh, fairness. So uh, it's just a mess, Steve. It's just a mess. They really got to come up with something better. All right, take care. Buddy. All right, Tony.
Thanks, man. Appreciate your call. 12.45, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment for today coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm DJ McCatherine. Gator Baseball is in the second round of the SEC tournament. They were scheduled to take on Texas A&M at 10.30 Eastern, but weather has delayed the game. Florida Track and Field is in day two of the NCAA East prelims in Bloomington, Indiana. Events started at 10 a.m. Gator Men's Tennis is in day four of six of the NCAA's individual championships. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton are in the quarterfinals, and they started at noon. They are both up at their respective breaks. Gator Softball is at Virginia Tech for the NCAA Super Regional Tournament tomorrow. First pitch is set for 2 p.m. Lastly, NCAA Men's Golf starts day one of the NCAA Championship Tournament and will go on through Tuesday. That starts tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. Thanks for listening. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you're thinking about selling your home, waiting for the right time, you're not alone. Selling is the easy part. Finding your next home can be tricky. And the one realtor I trust and highly recommend that you call to get any help you need is Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any agent? Scott Caldwell has an 18-year proven track record and expertise to help you sell and buy. His name is his promise, your home sold guaranteed realty. He has guarantees and thousands of exclusive buyers in his database that creates higher demand, multiple offers, and takes the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets his sellers almost 3% more money when compared to other agents and gets your home sold quickly and for the most money in your pocket. So call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. No girl wants to have a plain ring or something that she sees on all of her other friends' hand. Meet Kelly Todd at International Diamond Center. The ability to find a ring that is a reflection of her style, it makes a big difference. And at IDC, that's easy. With diamonds in every shape and every size in stock and literally thousands of designer rings, the possibilities are endless. Whether it's a oval solitaire with stackable bands, a rose gold mounting with a square diamond in it, and a white gold stackable band with it, being able to identify with their look where they have their own style I think is very important. So don't make her compromise. Whatever your budget, IDC has the ability to help you create that one-of-a-kind ring. We cater to clients with a $1,500 budget. We cater to clients with a $2.3 million budget. And with non-commissioned experts who listen and guide you every step of the way, it's easy to create the ring of her dreams at IDC. It's not a selling environment at all. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. 
Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new adjustable rate certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated, for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late model, low-mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today, Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. It's long overdue that we demand more for mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Odyssey's I'm Listening are demanding hashtag more for mental health. We need more access to and more affordable mental health care. More mental health care and suicide prevention in schools. We need more people who know what to do when someone they know needs help. Mental health affects every one of us, so please get involved. Visit moreformentalhealth.org today. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. You know, mentioned that the Sunbelt Conference going to single elimination uh, that was done because all four of the tournament games uh, Wednesday were wiped out and they're playing four quarterfinal games Friday and a semifinal Saturday and uh, they did play single elimination before it was back in 2017 that was in Statesboro Georgia and rain took away the first three days of the tournament there. So, you know, when somebody called earlier and said, you know, do they have a plan? Well, I guess they did. Um, and, and maybe, just maybe, this is a situation where the SEC doesn't want to do that. They, they're just trying uh, to do all they can to keep the format the way it is. Because, again, they've not signaled any change at this point but i cannot imagine that tonight's you know mike emailed and said they need to uh change the 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 format because of the weather and all that um 
But I want to just tell you again what they're looking at. They're looking at four games today, and I don't know how in the world you're going to do that. The original starting times of the games today were going to be at 10.30 Eastern and then three more games. And we, we saw before where they have no issue with starting a game at, you know, 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. They've already done it. Uh, Williams says, disagree with you about the inability to have contingency plans. Well, I never said inability, but I'll go, he'll go on. You certainly can plan for this much rain. Don't have it outside. There's a reason the SEC championship game is in Atlanta. Weather isn't a factor. They can do it there. They can certainly do it for baseball as well and hedge against any delay risk. Well, football, it's not even the same conversation, William. It's one day. It's one day. You're looking at a lot of days. Now, does it mean that you can't find a venue where, I'll just throw this out, you, you, you negotiate with the Rays and say, look, and you have to do it with Major League Baseball too. That's the other thing, right? So go to Major League Baseball and the Rays and say, look, we need your place for five days or a week or whatever that is, and then baseball would have to make sure that the Rays are on the road. I mean, is it doable? Yeah, I think so. Um, but it's not quite as easy as just saying, you know, the, the football game in Atlanta. That, that's one day. That, that, that's apples and oranges. Um, the real answer, the SEC official will not uh, provide you. Hoover has invested significant dollars to be the annual host, and the SEC doesn't want to pull the event and leave the city with a terrible uh, 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 issue with their investment. Yeah, I mean, is that part of it? Sure, I think it is. I don't think there's any question that's part of it. You don't want to do that when you've partnered with a place. You don't want to just say, well, okay, see you later. No, you don't want to do that. Mike is on the phone next. Mike, welcome. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to say there's absolutely no possible way they can play four games today. I mean, let's just take the best-case scenario. Say the games start at 1 o'clock Central Time, 2 o'clock you know, Eastern Time, and say each game, three games, last three hours, and you've done enough college baseball you know a three-hour college baseball game is a 50-50 proposition at best. So so already you've used nine hours, so you're up to 10 o'clock Central or 11 o'clock, you know, Eastern. Now you factor in half hour or 40 minutes, you know, between each three games. Let's just say two hours, you know, to get, get the field ready. Now you're talking about midnight Central, 1 o'clock Eastern, and that's if the game's best-case scenario, which, like, like I said, you know college baseball games, more often than not, do not get done in less than three hours. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to play four games today because they are still officially in a weather delay, and you're not going to just turn around. You've got to give teams time to get to the field, times to warm up, you know, all that. So, you know, it's 1 o'clock Eastern time. I think minimum, minimum, if they changed it right now, you'd say 2.30. You know, Eastern time. You have to give them an hour and a half to get there, you know, all that. And like you said, now you're going to play four games? There, there's no way. There's no way. And you have the schedule in front of you. When when would the winner of the Florida game play? Tomorrow. What time? <laughs> of course, that's a crap. I don't know. 
I haven't. I have to. I have to find it. The problem is, the the way it was scheduled. The loser of this game would play the final game tonight. Yeah. Well, like we said, against that, Arkansas. You know, that's not, yeah. That you know that that's yeah. not going to happen. I I I'd bet my house it's not going to happen. The winner. Okay, here the winner of the game between A M and Florida is scheduled to be the second game tomorrow and would play Alabama. Well, you know, like I said, uh, things, you know, it's it's a little late in the tournament to change the single elimination or change the seven inning games because you've already played games and you just can't switch, you know, formats in, in, in the middle of the tournament. Well, we're going to, we're about to find out what they're going to do. That's for sure. Cause there's still all these, there's, there are four, oh, there's 12 games left to be played. 12. So, and we'll see. And realistically, there's no possible way they can go to Monday because the selection show is like, what, noon Monday? Correct. And you don't want to do that you for know. pitching and all that other stuff, too. Mike, yeah, i got to go to they, my break. Thank you, sir, for your call. Right. And that is going to do it for our show for today. Uh, keep it here as soon as we hear something about the game. Uh, we'll let you know, and, of course, we'll have it live for you. Uh, we are assuming a show tomorrow, but we don't know what time Florida could play. Uh, but we hope to have a show for an hour tomorrow at noon. Thanks to Jason for producing today. We thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll hear Jeff and I on Gator Baseball sometime later today. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I got a bad feeling about this. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Han Solo. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Can't wait. Let's get it. This is Barton Hahn on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, it's hour number two, Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, ESPN Radio, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We got people hot and heavy today, Bart. I mean, there's a lot of people that are dying to give their take on this little topic. Like I said, it was on Get Up this morning. We were just kicking it around, and it's just a simple question. I'll reset it for you. It is this. The Warriors are one win away. It could be tonight of reaching their sixth NBA Finals in eight years. They are the favorite, according to Vegas, to win the championships. If they do, that's Steph Curry's fourth title. He's got multiple scoring titles. He's got multiple MVPs, multiple championships, and four would equal what LeBron has in this generation. And so it just begged the question, like, is he closing the gap on LeBron when it comes to the player of this generation? And I, I dare you to tell me, like, 
How has LeBron changed the way we play the game versus how Steph has changed the way we, meaning me, meaning regular people like me, meaning my kids, your kids, the way you play in your driveway? Like, we, it's the game has changed. Just watch last night as the Heat missed 37 threes. 37 missed. <laughs> and they just kept shooting. Like, that's the game now. That's where we are. And why? Because Steph Curry made it cool. And the way he plays, I mean, there's no Trey Young without Steph Curry. So you understand where I'm going with that. Some people are saying this is a ridiculous conversation. Some people say, no, no, I see it. And Bart, one of those people that when I mentioned it and brought it up, perked up right away and said, no, I see it, is Patrick Beverly. And he joins us right now on the phone. P-Bev, how we doing? I'm well. How are you, brother? But, but that ain't really where we want to ask him. First, we want to ask him about was that baby cashmere that he had on. Oh, the dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the cardigan. Yeah, you like that, that? It was that baby cashmere. Like I, I'm known as the, as the as the cashmere king around here. And if you upstage me, I mean, I got to step it up to the alpaca or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm balling on a budget. You know what I'm saying? Don't go too far. Don't live, don't live out of your means. But no, it's solid, though. <laughs> so right, it, was it was cashmere confirmed. Uh, confirmed. I, actually, I don't know, bro. I, um. I don't know me. I seen something. I like it. I liked it. I bought it. It was, you know, that, you know, I don't look into all that. It looked comfortable. Yeah. Really, in the end. Cozy vibes, though. There you go. Cozy vibes, no doubt. So, as we were talking about, though, Pat, is, you know, the, the Steph LeBron thing. We've already got a few people that have said this is a ridiculous conversation and that Steph is not in the, in the same category as LeBron. I, I feel like that, that he's definitely closing in for all the reasons I just outlined. How, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard not to say he isn't. Um, I mean, most three pointers, you know, right ever made, and on on a, on a, on a year where he's uh, he didn't really shoot the ball particularly well this year either. Um, you talk about the chips. You talk about the scoring titles. You talk about little kids with Stephen Curry jerseys all around. You talk about little kids. Trying to shoot from half court all of a sudden now. <laughs> um, I mean, you factored all that in with the championships. Um, obviously, if he gets a chance to do that tonight, I mean, you know, do it. I'm not tonight, but if he has a chance to do that this year, um, I mean, yeah, I've, you, 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 he's. I mean, closing. I mean, I think he's. You know, I think they're both in the league of their own, and and, and both of those leagues are two seven leagues. So. Um, yeah, I, I put put him up there with the best of them for sure. You, you know what's crazy is nobody had any debate when we were talking about this same conversation about Kawhi Leonard a couple of years ago. Like, hey, if Kawhi gets another one, if he's able to win one with the Clippers, he's right mm -hmm. there with LeBron. So how can 